What's up, Horror Fam? You know what time it is. Let's, Let's get, get into, into this. this. All right, what's up, Horror Fam? What's up, everybody? It's your boys, Ryan and JT. Your favorite podcast, the Horror Chronicles podcast, Yes, guys. yes. We're back at it again with we another are, we one. We are, we are. And uh, you may see, you may not see, we've got another face over there on the side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Mr. Uh, Dr. Shock, Mr. Dave Becker in the house with us tonight. Yes. Dave, how the hell are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Ah, thanks for uh, thanks for being here. Yeah, yeah. it's cool because uh, tonight we kind of got, we're not really talking about horror movies, so it's kind of cool. I know that, you know, so real quick, Dave, why don't you go ahead and give Pete, let them know where they can find you at. Um, let me get that out of the way. Well, All right, yeah, listening. we'll get that out of the way. Uh, you can find me at uh, DVD Infatuation. That's uh, my blog. I still am posting movie reviews over there. Um, you can find me at Land of the Creeps, obviously, uh, which is, you know, I love that podcast so much. And uh, Jay of the Dead's new horror movies. You can find me on that podcast. And um, on Nathan Bartleball's uh, Phantom Galaxy. You can find me on Phantom Video. You can find me on... Um, uh, we, we, we do an animated uh, podcast as well. You can find me over there. So you can, you can find me pretty much everywhere. I was going to say, oh, yeah. we, we're going to have the first 10 minutes of this saying where <laughs> Yeah, right. That's, that's basically what it comes down to. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> So as you can tell, Dave Becker is everywhere. He's everywhere. And we're so happy to have him tonight. Yes, he's one of our good buddies that we've met doing this podcast, and it's just awesome. And uh, what's cool about it is, is that not only is he a good buddy of ours, but he's actually listened to our podcast. Yes. Absolutely. Everyone, yes. Absolutely. Every podcast I listen to, yes. I'm I'm sorry, Dave. (laughs) So what's cool about that is, is that he gets a break tonight from talking about movies because he had an idea he wanted to come on and talk about with us, and we were like, hell yeah, it sounds great. That's right up our alley. So tonight we're going to actually be talking about past lives and like past life regression type stuff. So Reincarnation. Yeah, Yeah. it'd be a good break for him. All kinds of stuff. Something cool for us to talk about because that's just something we like to talk about anyway. So yeah, hell yeah. So yeah. So yeah. what? Uh, what got you on this kick recently? Well, you know what? I, I I've always kind of been into. I, I've always believed in past lives. Right. I have, and uh, I, I sent you a video. I don't know mm-hmm. if you got a chance to check it out. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there are things about past lives it just really sort of i don't know it, it just sort of really um uh, irks me it irks you irks me yes i like that <laughs> yeah where where i believe i totally believe that this is something that um i i believe in it i truly do and i I've listened to your past episodes, and I'm like, you know what? I really want to go on with these guys. I want to talk about past lives. And, uh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's awesome, man. Yeah, uh, whenever uh, whenever I saw that message come through, I was like, oh, shit, that's kind of out of Dave's wheelhouse. But, 
Yeah, I'd love to fucking do some. Well, shit see, like and, this that. Is, yeah. and that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's why I love this this show. And you know, um, it, you come across so many different subjects that are really interesting. And you know, Dave may freaking be on every podcast known to man about movies, <laughs> horror <laughs> movies, especially. Right. But he also has other interests. Yeah. And he doesn't get a chance to get out and talk about him very much. So I was like, hell yeah, this is awesome. And that's what's cool about this. Because, like, honestly, um, you, I'm assuming you probably heard our episode on past slides that we did a while. It's been a long time right. since we've done it. It was a while yes. back. But mm-hmm. anyways, like, it really interested me. And what, what's kind of crazy, too, about this, I'll get on a little spiel real quick so I can get my talking out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> because he knows once I start, I won't stop. But so um, <laughs> most of viewers and most of our horror fam over here have heard me talk about this. Um, and I'm sure you have, too. But so, like, my son, my, my youngest son is very, he's a very old soul. And, you know, he's talked about, you know, he's six and he's talked about, like, how he's, you know, he, he he had another dad and he had another mom and, you know, this kind of other stuff. And, like, he's wow. very, he, he, well, he, he's very in tune with things. And this is kind of crazy. So when I, I've talked about it before, but, like, so when I, whenever you said, hey, we're going to do this episode, I'm like, sweet. I start doing some, you know, research on it and I start watching some videos and shit, mm-hmm. right? So I was on YouTube and I looked up um, some past life uh, videos and past life regression videos and stuff right, like that. Right. And I've been watching those. Uh, I've been watching a lot of those for the last few days. Um, and my son, my six year old actually gets, comes in the room cause I was in my room watching it. And he comes up and he's like, we watching, you know, and he's sitting there and he just got s- instantly got like sucked into it. And he sat down with me and started watching these shows. And he's like, see dad, he's like, I'm just like that. He goes, I, I, he's like this, he's like this kid, I'm watching it with him, right, but he's explaining right. it to me. He's like, this kid used to have another dad and another mom too. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. Yeah. And he's talked to me about this stuff, man. And it's just, it's really freaking cool. I'm so glad that he's not, um, that it doesn't scare him. Yeah. But, um, he's just, he's really in tune with it mm. and like. It just blows my mind. He sat down and just started watching a show with me and got really into it and stuff. And he was talking to me about this and that. I'm like, man, it, it's really cool when you see it yourself in person. And, you know, I love both my boys to death. There's nothing I wouldn't do for them. It's just, but with Knox is just a different person, man. He's like, he's just so young, but he's just so like in tune with freaking reality in the world. It's, it blows my mind. Like wow. he's been there. Like, he's been there before, you know? And that's mm-hmm. what's crazy about this. And I'll let you guys talk about stuff, because I do want to talk about, you know, Akashic Records, because it really involves the past lives. Yeah, we'll things. get so into that. We'll get into that, but I'll let too. you guys, and I know Dave's wanting to talk about some stuff as well, so I don't want to take up. Okay, well, I want to start this off. I'm going to roll through a, a few things. So, uh, to start off, Merriam-Webster Dictionary uh, defines reincarnation as the action of reincarnating, the state of being reincarnated, rebirth in new bodies or forms of life, especially a rebirth of a soul in a new human body. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I, pretty pretty simple. Uh, there's been a lot of research on this topic, um, and... Uh, 
this was from uh, from uh, some university studies. Uh, it was called The Mystery of uh, Reincarnation. And what it says is, one of the mysteries puzzling human minds since the origin of mankind is the concept of reincarnation. It is derived from Latin and literally means to take on the flesh again. In other words, to take on the fleshy physical body. Discussions of the subject appears in uh, philosophical traditions of India and Greece from about the 6th century B.C. So people have been talking about this for a long time. I'm sure they talked about it a lot back then as well. Uh, And it says, what exactly is reincarnation? It simply means that we leave one life and go into another. It is all for sole purpose of soul development and spiritual growth. The soul may take the form of human, animal, or plant, depending on the moral quality of the previous life's actions. See, and this is where it goes into Akashi. So there's a lot of karma involved in this. Right, right, right. Right. So. See, and go ahead. No, go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. No, I I was going to say, you know, for me, uh, one of the things that uh, really stuck with me, um, I I was listening to this podcast uh, years ago, and it had to do with... um, Oh God! What is it? It's it's like karma. Well, you were talking about karma, mm-hmm. right? But it was like it was a podcast about like past lives. Yeah. Okay. And it dealt with it. It said, you know, it's almost as like if you have a candle and you light another candle from that candle and blow out the first one. You do not, you know, it's not the same energy that is not the same energy on that second candle. Right. Right. But it is a continuing energy. Right. 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 Yeah. And that's, you know, I want to say that was, um, oh God, what was it? It, Not karma, but it was, you know, it it was just dealing with, um, with, with what we're talking about. We're we're talking about. Yeah. 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 You're, you're. You're, for lack of a better term, reincarnating your your energy from your yes. your past vessel into a new vessel or a right. new well a new vessel, be it a human, an animal, or a plant. Right, right, you know? right. Um, we've right. all seen, and I know the term plant sounds weird, but we've all seen you know trees that look like tormented souls and you know different stuff like that. That movie you know? Blood that we watched. Uh, Blood, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sleepy Hollow is another one, right. you know. Um, Pumpkinhead, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a there's a bunch of signs that come with reincarnation, mm-hmm. and you know it, it's stuff that we talk about, but you never really think about it being with reincarnation. And some of these signs uh, are deja vu, uh, child prodigies, which I'll get into that here in a minute. Uh, birthmarks. Birthmarks is a big thing, and you and I have talked about this a lot. Yeah, my uh, son has a big one right here. Yeah, birthmarks consistent with injuries, piercings, other physical markings in a past life, or even the marks from ropes, uh, from rope indentations or breathing tubes. Some That's, people have, yeah, yeah, you know. Right. Uh, this was kind of a weird one. Uh, pregnancy dreams. 
where the mother-to-be gets informed about the child's past identity before the child's even born. Uh, Spontaneous involuntary memories arising in a waking state or dreams. Uh, Another uh, pregnant woman craving foods the deceased person liked. Right, right. I've heard of. I've actually heard of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, child behaving like a deceased person. Mm-hmm. Uh, drawings, you know, where they draw some weird picture of why. How the hell would they even know about that? Um, dreams, and then of course past life readings, regressions. Right. See, so my son has a birthmark on his right here on his cheek. Um, and what's crazy about it, it's a dark birthmark, of course. It's not super dark, but it's, it's darker than his skin right here. And what's crazy about that is that's right here. But on the other side, on his neck right here, he has a white birthmark. That's the exact same <laughs> shape as this one. Wow. But it's clear skin. It's like white. Pale. Wow. It's pale. Yeah, it has no pigment. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's, it's, it's, it's weird. That's so, weird. I just, I, I, so deja vu, I have all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we've talked about deja vu in the past where, you know, what, what really is that? And, you know, some people surmise it's, it's a point where you have to dimensions cross. Well, here's what, yeah, that, yeah, I've know. heard that. You know what? You almost feel like it's a dream, but it's not a dream. Right. 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 You know, yeah. like, like, like it's something you experienced in a dream, but you're like, did I really dream this? No, I don't think I did. Right. Right. And see, right. the way I look at it is, is it's not a, it's not a um, crossing point. What I think is, so you've heard this, of course, already, but I'm going to say it again. So I'm a dimensional person. I believe you're up and down. You're going to go like according to your uppers and downers, according to the way you are in life. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that maybe. So I believe in the Akashic records, which we've talked about on this a lot and stuff. And, you know, for those of you who don't know, look it up. It's really awesome. You can go to your past lives and things like that. But you find your people, you know, like when you meet somebody and you're just like, man, I feel like I've known you for my whole life. Those are your people that you met before. Right. They're just, you know. Right. But um, so what I was going to say is I don't think that necessarily deja vu is a crossing point. I think deja vu is like just like when you're talking about editing the show. Hey, I can click a point right here and we'll know where it's right. at. Right. I think deja vu is – this is the point where you made a choice that you need to change. Yeah. This is the point where yeah. you made a choice that is going to figure out if you go the same way or different different direction. Right. And boom. Well, but my deja vus are weird. Like, you know, I mean, it's like, I, I swear I washed this pan before. <laughs> you know, or something. You well, know, I mean, it just, not necessarily always. But that, it's like but, they say, the smallest yeah. thing changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's like the butterfly effect. Right. 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 So, um, yeah, I mean, I, as far as like, um, with the past life, I would love to get a past life regression done. Yeah. Um, cause I definitely, and as of late, it's weird. It's funny that we're talking about this cause, um, for like the last month I've been having fucking heavy, gnarly dreams. Hmm. Like, Hmm. and I used, I used to probably all that cookies and cream ice cream you've been eating. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking about that right now. But no, uh, I still got a whole bunch and a half. Shit, but, don't don't knock the table over with your big dick. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so like, uh, I just I've been having these fucking gnarly ass dreams in the last month, and I used to have them a lot when I was younger. Yeah, like I always felt like I was born in the wrong era, or I felt like I belonged in a different era. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, 
And I believe highly that that's, that's just, that's that energy. Like we talked about before energy is not created or destroyed. It, it, you know, it's just right. always there. Constantly it's just moving. transferred. So, um, yeah, I'm a firm believer in that. And I just think there's too many things that go on that, um, make too much sense to, for it not to be real, you know, um, it's kind of like that story when they say that whenever you're like that light you see at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. is you being reborn and the light says right. you're coming out and that's what you're seeing. It's the vaginal canal. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, I haven't seen one of those in a long time. Um, <laughs> shit, mark that. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, <you need> <laughs> right. So, um, no, but I mean, it's really, what, what are your thoughts on the, on the, uh, I know you know a little bit about the Akash records from what we talked about, Dave. I know you mm-hmm. heard that and stuff. What do you what do you think about that? Well, you know, when it comes to past lives, I, I'm I'm a firm believer in it. I really do believe in reincarnation because I don't think energy dies. Right. You know, I think energy just continues. So when you pass on, and it may be a long time. You know, it may be like dozen, it may be 20, 30 years, but there's, I think your energy continues. I really do. I truly believe that. Um, uh, you know, when, when, uh, you know, you hear about ghosts and you hear about, um, uh, spirits and all these other things, I truly believe that that is just a continuation right. of life. Right. 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 I do. I truly do. I do. I do think that's what it is. Yeah. And it's crazy. I don't know if you've ever seen like, hopefully not, but maybe you have like, but I've seen like people pass away right in front of me. Oh yeah. I've seen it too. I, 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 I've seen it as well. Yes. You literally see from the top of their head. Yeah. yeah. It just starts to, the color right. just goes. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like you literally see it right in front of your face. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I, I saw my grandfather pass away. Yes, he passed away in front of me. And I almost got the feeling that after he passed away, he was in the corner looking at the rest of us. And he may have been. Right. He may have been. I really yeah. got the feeling because I looked in the corner and I nodded and I said goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, See. I know the same thing happened. Well, not the corner thing, but like when I was there when my grandmother passed away. Right. And uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I could just see the life leave her body. The skin, you know, everything just, just changes. Weird. Yeah. The color. It does. Yeah. It was bizarre. What, what, what was that movie? It was 21 grams. That whenever anybody dies, they lose 21 grams immediately. Wow. Is that the soul? That's wow. awesome. I. That's cool. I'm, I never, I have not seen that. I need to check that there, out. There, there is a movie out there called 21 Grams. I know it has Sean Penn in it. And it is every person who passes away, the minute they die, they lose 21 grams. What is that? Is that their energy? Is that their soul? When you say soul, it brings a religious connotation into anything. it. And a lot of people like immediately turned off by that, you know. Right, right. But it is, but it might be an energy. Right. I, it is an energy. It, people call it their aura. You can call it your soul. You can call it whatever, your spirit, whatever you want to call it. Right. But something happens and something leaves. Yes. Because you see it happen in front of your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If you've ever seen it happen, you know, like my wife's dad, we were very close. Mm-hmm. And 
my wife was extremely close to her father, of course, but they're, you know, but, and, but me and him were very close as well. But like we were there cause it, they had to take him off life support. So it happened right in front of us. Wow. Right? And, you know, we were standing around the bed and everything and we did, did the whole thing and whatnot, but you could literally just see, you see the color just right. go away. Right. And it starts at the top of the head. Yeah. And it just goes down. But anyways, so what's crazy about that is I lit, so that, it wasn't that night. It was probably two nights later. I was sleeping and I had a dream. And her dad came and talked to me and realized, realized, I mean, realized I'm sitting here with you. Right. Talk to me in this dream. And unfortunately, I've had these kind of experiences. I'm kind of an empath. I mean, I'm not one to feel like, oh, I can see everything, but I'm very em- empathetic, and I, I do get feelings and see things and shit right. like that. But it's not like fucking hardcore. I just... Yeah, yeah. But anyways, right. so unfortunately, I've buried a lot of friends due to drugs and things like that that were younger than me, my age and younger. And... There was about a five-year stint there where I probably buried 10 people that I, I wow. knew very closely in five wow. years. But anyway, so that happened to me quite often. But I remember these people coming to me in my dreams. And, like, I remember fucking, like, I woke up that night that happened with with my wife's dad. I woke up, and my wife, of course, says she was still kind of in that stage. It was only that a couple morning days. Phase, yeah, it was a, yeah. a couple days later. So I was sitting there, and I sat up. And my wife sat up. She said, what's going on? And I'm like... Your dad was just here. She's like, really? I'm like, he was just here. Yeah. I was yeah. sitting wow. here talking to him in this room. Wow. And then we had that moment. Me nerve crying. You know, we had that moment yeah. and shit. But, like, it, I mean, it was there. He definitely came and talked to me. Right. <laughs> and wow. um, I, I, we talk about a lot on here about how people, like you were talking about with spirits and ghosts, people, they foo-foo that stuff. All that's just foo-foo right. stuff, oh, yeah. you know. Because it can't be explained, but it's a personal thing. I think it's something that you're never going to know until you know, and then when you know, then that's it. Right. Like you right. can't really explain. until it happens to you. You're not going to get it. Right. And um, with the past lives things, like I don't know, Dave. Have you ever had that? Have you ever met somebody and you're like, man, I feel like I've known you my whole life, and you're disconnected. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. You know, when, when, well, the first time I ever met my wife and she was walking across a parking lot and I looked at her and my heart just sort of skipped a little. Yeah. See? And I said, oh, you know, I, I never had that ever before in my life. In my life, I never had that before where I looked at someone and it was like I was meant to be with that person. Right. Yeah. You know, I had that with her. She's she was just walking across a parking lot, and uh, she she was a, a um a a uh, oh god what I I guess she was like a uh, a student at at a beauty school. Gotcha. And my sister in law was a student at the same beauty school. And there were a lot of students there. And every time I would drop my sister-in-law off, another one would want to, like, hook up with me. 
they'd like be banging on my window and they're like, hey, you know, they, they wanted to hook up with me. I'm like, oh, God, you creep the shit out of me. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. But when I saw her walking across the parking lot, it was like, it literally was like I was meant to be with her. Right. So and I have... said to my sister-in-law, who's that? And I never said that in before with any of these other girls. Never. But when I saw her walking across the parking lot, I'm like, who's that? Yeah. Because it was like we were just meant to be together. See, that's, and that's, that's and, awesome. And that's like with me and my wife, you know, you guys know the story. We've been together like 20, almost 22 years now. I'm only 37. But like, I've known her for longer than that. Mm-hmm. Known her most of my whole fucking life. But like, you know, when I first moved down here to, when I we were like eight years old, when I was like eight, you know, I probably met her when I was probably 10 or 11, somewhere in there. But like from day one, it's just, an, it was just something there. I mean, it was a force, right. like literally to the point where she would be before we even got together back when we were younger. Right. You know, like right. 10, 11, 12, 13, she would be with someone else, like, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, with someone else. But she sure. would always, she would leave them in the hallway and come talk to me at my, my locker and we'll just sit there and talk to each other. Right. Like, and it was like an, an instant attraction. And I honestly feel like that she is my person and I will find her through every fucking life that we have. Yeah. Like, that, it's that, going to happen. The, that's the feeling you get. That, that w- with, you know, when you're talking past lives, you got to talk about future lives as well. Right. That this, right. this is someone who you're always going to be with. Right. And I'm a firm believer in that, you know, that energies, mm-hmm. it's because those energies combine. Right. Those energies right. connect. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and to me, man... The energy thing is a huge, huge deal. I mean, you know, you've been to plenty of conventions and things like that. When you walk into a convention around people that you don't know, but they're all into the same thing you're into, right? right. They're all you. It's it's just that energy is just amazing. Yeah, know? we see that yeah. all the time too. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's just one of those things that like. So, <clears throat> I I've watched a lot of shows. Uh, like I said, I kind of caught up on some of the stuff that um, last couple um, days watching some stuff on this and the past life regression thing is really cool because it's like a, you know, they hypnotize you, they put you in a trance basically and you lay down on this on like you're going to talk to a therapist or something, but they mm-hmm. just put you in a trance and then they go through. And I know that this is a, a TV show that was, you know, made wherever and they're trying to get ratings and whatnot. But this lady there's a bunch of different ones, you know, but this guy sits these people down and he goes, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get you in this trance and he gets them in the state and then he starts asking them questions. What's your name? And they come up with this name that was from back in the day. Right. Do Are you married? Do you have children? What year is it? You know, do you see anything around you? What does this look like? Um, and it's really cool actually because then what this guy did is he would do that. He would sit him down and he would get him into this trance or into this you know, calm resting place. And then he would say, okay, when I do this, you're going to be in your past life or whatever. And he'd get him there. And that's what he'd say. What's your name? Do you have kids? Blah, blah, you know, all these questions. And do you know anything specific? What's the name? She's like, Oh, there's a church. What's the name of the church? And then she'd look around and say what the church was. Well, then this guy who did this would go back and do research and try to find her. Okay. Past life. Wow. And from the show, he come up with most of the time he come up with some fucking 
really? with a person. Like, yeah. and he'd come up with some, sh- even like she would say this, uh, she'd mention a name of someone who was like a friend. And then they would find the record like, so she talked about this lady, talked about this church, and she had the exact name of the church, so he found that church. Right. Um, and she said there was a guy, her husband had gotten killed, and there was a guy that showed up with him that was his friend, and she took out all the anger on him because blah, blah. And that person that she named, they found his baptism uh, record, record yeah. from that church that she talked about. Wow. wow. And, like, it goes... It's it's pretty cool. Like I've never had that happen. Um, I think it'd be cool to go. You know, I'm pretty go have that done. I'm yeah. a firm. I wonder believer. if. Uh, oh, remember we had that one lady on. Oh my god! Oh, here you go. <laughs> <sighs> Which one? The the one that was uh, the Wiccan. Uh, Ash oh. Green. Ash oh, Ash Green. Green. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if she could do stuff like that. I could. I'm. Fr- I'm actually friends with her on Facebook too. I could messenger. You know, that might be something. To, That'd be awesome. You know, Very but cool. see, that's the thing too. We with this podcast, we get to meet so many cool people. Like yeah. so, Ash Green, like is Dave a, Becker. Yes, of course. <laughs> that we talk about all the time. Right. Um, but Ash Green was a lady we had on. Um, she's a she's a Wicca, and she's actually really cool. Um, she's really down to earth, and like just. And I'm actually friends with her on Facebook too, so that's cool. But we can talk nice. to her about that. That'd be aw- I I just I'm a firm believer that I personally know that I have past lives. Mm-hmm. I I I just know it. And whether or not you believe me, that's on you. I don't care. Right. I know what I believe. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe it too. I truly believe it as well. I mean I I I believe that at least in two of my past lives I was buried at sea. Oh, see, that's awesome. Yeah, because I love the ocean so much. I could just stand there. I, when I'm out on a boat, I'm I'm like in my element, and I just there were times like when I'm out on on. I went deep sea fishing one time, and I'm, you know, everyone else. It was a cold day. Everyone else is sitting in the back of the boat. I was at the front of the boat, letting the ocean just hit me. And I remember sitting there thinking at that time, you know what? I think I was buried at sea at least once, maybe right. twice. Wow. That's cool. See, that's awesome. As I was sitting there. It just it was just such a strong moment for me. See, and that's like for me, um uh like I've I don't know, I've always I've always felt like I've always been at war with something or fighting something. Mm-hmm. I got, I'm a firm believer that I've was, have fought and died on a battlefield. However, I don't think it's necessarily so like I, we have had some family history stuff done and I'm like 45% Irish Scottish. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've always since day, since I can remember, I've loved Celtic music. I love, nice. I love Ireland. I love the way it looks, the cliffs, the green, right. like overlooking the ocean. Like, I just, I love that stuff. And um, I always have since I was younger, you know. And no one around here where I live fucking had, likes that stuff or is into that stuff, you know. But I've always just been infatuated with it. And um, yeah. so I think that maybe I just, I, you know, of course, probably fought and died in Ireland at one point in my life. Right. I've always felt like I've, I've just, I was meant to fight. So then, like, I, you know, in this life, I back in the day, I, I, I signed up for the military. I didn't wind up going. Um, I was signed up to be going to the Marines. I was talking to all of them and doing, getting ready to do all my, my tests and that stuff. And then it's just my wife, 
who was then my girlfriend at that time, but my wife, you know, she, we just thought about it and she was like, no, don't go. So I got a feeling. And what's crazy about it is, you know, she told me not to go. Right. And then I had another friend of mine who was a very good friend of mine. He was 21 years old. Um, and he's like, dude, let's go join and we'll do the buddy system. Cause back then when I was going to join, they had the buddy system. So like, if yeah. you signed up yep. together, then we would go through everything together. Oh, sweet. And then we would, you know, we would be right. together in the military careers it's up to a certain point. Ryan would be like, come on, fat ass, get over that <laughs> wall. I, I, I got to tell you, the, 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 you know, you're talking about the buddy system. One, there's a hilarious story that um, a friend of my father's told who was in the, in the military back during Vietnam, the Vietnam War. And he was, uh, they, they were about to be indoctrinated. You know, they're, they're going to be sworn in to the military. And... The, um, the, uh, sergeant says he's calling out the names, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, buddy, Giuseppe, whatever. And he goes, D notes, buddy. And he's like, D notes, buddy. He's waiting for, for, for buddy to like say something. Right. He doesn't say anything. Finally, you know, they're sitting there for a moment. We, we got to wait for D notes. We got to wait for buddy to notes. To, to, to chime in here. Well, someone looks at the, 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 um, I guess the, uh, the, the paperwork there. And they say, they look and it's, it's asterisks denotes buddy. It means it denotes the buddy system. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. And someone says, I think, you know, he raises his hand. Are you buddy? Are you denotes buddy? No. <laughs> I think that that means that that asterisk means denotes the buddy system. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy looks at it and goes, okay, yeah, fine, let's go. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's awesome. So what's awesome. so crazy about this story I was saying is that, like, so my, my, my buddy, so I met him, and I met him probably two years prior to this, but we just had an instant connection. Like he was one of my people. Like if right. in the Akashic Records you find your people, you know, you're gonna find your clan. Yep. So my buddy, I, I we ended up fucking just becoming friends. It's like, man, we know each other, so he would come to our house and he would train martial arts with me. I'd teach him some stuff and we'd do all this this stuff, you know, and um I was like, you know what, I'm gonna fucking go do the buddy system and then getting ready to do all this stuff, and my wife's like, Just don't go. She's like, Don't I got a bad feeling, just don't go. I'm like, Okay. So I tell him, Hey man, I'm not gonna go. He's like, cool. It's all I understand, man. It's all good. So he would build, he went overseas. He was there for about eight months or so. And then he calls me because he would call me on the weekends. Um, and he would, he'd say, Hey, blah, blah, you know, tell me what's going on. And, but he called me and he's like, Hey man, guess what? I'm like, what's up? He's like, uh, I'm going to be a dad. I'm like, Oh, fucking right. Cool, dude. You know? And, um, his, his wife actually was getting ready to have the baby. See, I performed their wedding too. Nice. So, but his yeah. wife was actually getting ready to have the baby when he called, when he told me about it. You know, because he actually it happened whenever he was on leave. <laughs> but uh, it's funny because I was going to say I was counting there. I was like, wait a minute. No, if you <laughs> if you've seen his daughter, there's no way that you're he's no denying it. Huh? But anyway, so he calls me. He's telling me this stuff, you know, and he's like, man, he's like, I wish you were over here with me though. He's like, it'd be awesome. I'm like, I know, dude, and um. He's like, but anyways, I want you to be the godfather to my daughter. I'm like, oh, cool, right on, sweet, for sure, you know. So that was 
And then like two weeks later, I find out that he got killed in oh, wow. a IED. Oh, sure. Right. And like my wife was there talking to me. She's like, see, she's like, I knew she's like, you would have been right there with him. Yeah. You'd have been right there with him. If, yep. you know, Wow. And, you know, I just got a feeling, you know, so I got, like, I've always had this battle thing. Even when it comes to horror movies, man, like, I love apocalyptic. I love, like, I love, like, uh, you know, zombie movies, fighting zombies, mm-hmm. fighting mm-hmm. anything. I'm big on the whole battle of good and evil. And I think there's something there. I don't know if yep. it's necessarily a religious thing, but just dark and light. I'm a, I'm, I've, I've always been caught in that. And I think that's just part of my fucking energy, my life force, whatever you want to call it. Right. right. You know, I think that's just my thing. That's just you. You know? Yep. It's 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 pretty cool because it it, it connects everything. We talk about right. this with everything, you know, like, oh, well, what, how boring would life be if you just think, okay, I'm born, I grow old, and I die, and that's it. Yeah. Yep. Who wants to fucking think like that, man? That's a boring thing. <laughs> There's a lot of people to... out there that think like that. There are, yes. I was but... never one of those people. I, I always thought that there was something afterwards, you know? Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, I've just always believed that. I, I just think it's energy. I think there's an energy that just doesn't dissipate. You know, when 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 you finally do pass on, um, there is an energy there. And, you know, we could talk about ghosts. We could talk about spirits. We could talk about anything. Um, but I just think you, you can say whatever you want, you know, if, if, if you talk about the soul and I, like I said, the soul has sort of a religious connotation to it and people don't always want to connect to that. They hear the soul they're like, Oh no, you know, it's religion, whatever. No, it's energy. There's an energy that is with you. And when you pass on, I think you carry that, that energy goes somewhere else. It is that connection, that sort of Zen connection that I was talking about, where with the candle lighting, and then you blow out the one candle and the other candle is lit. It's not the same energy. You know, you may not remember where you came from. Some do. Some do remember it. But it stays with you. I think it stays with you. Hello. There we go. All right. Sorry, we're back. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, we lost internet there for a second. Okay. <laughs> but, so everything you were just saying, we didn't hear it, but it should have still been being recorded. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was That's... just talking about energy. How I really think that when it comes to like lives and past lives and just like carrying forward, I think there is an energy there. There's right. an energy that stays with you. You know that 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 even if it even if it leaves you it, it, it there is the energy continues right right i truly believe that i truly believe that you want to call it soul you want to call it whatever you want to call it it is an energy that continues on well and i think that we it's funny cuz you probably heard this when you if you listen to our alien episode and other stuff that we're talking about i think that's like why um, what aliens are searching for, if they are searching, are trying to ch- search our brain, is mm-hmm. they don't have that ability to keep. That's why I think humans are very special. We can keep going. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Not, it's not the end. We keep going. Our energy goes. Our souls go. 
And I don't think they have that ability. I think once they're gone, they're gone. I, I remember I, that that was a really cool episode. Yes, I, I remember yeah. hearing that. Yes, and that yeah. is a, that was a that's a great point. That's that could so be what they're looking for. Yes, yeah, they're looking yeah. for that gateway. Yeah. It's like right. man, we could we could fucking go to here to here, but we can't get to where you guys are. Right, right, right. Um, we can't get to the great beyond. Right, you know. I think that's really cool. I think humans are way more special than we think. So, you know, um, we I, that, definitely that we definitely sense. can be. We definitely yeah. can be. You know, and um, and there are old souls and there are new souls. Yes. You know, there there are there are old souls that have been around for, general. You know, and my grandmother, all right, my father's mother, she was. I remember my aunt went to a spiritualist, and the spiritualist told her, "Your mother is a new soul." And the reason she said that is my grandmother was very narcissistic. She was very selfish. There is something about a new soul that they are just very selfish. That's so whereas funny an old that. soul who has been around for a while, yeah, understands. You know that they're they're a little more compassionate. Yeah, That's they well, feel a little yeah. bit more about people. So maybe the old souls are the reincarnated souls, yeah, and the new souls are just new. The, the new souls are just new, and and that was what this it's like uh, the new metal versus said. Yeah. the old metal. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's funny you say that, man? Because honestly, that 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 describes my kids to a T. My oldest really? son, he is just my oldest is you know. He's really selfish. He's all by himself. He's freaking, you know. I mean, he loves us, but like, right, he, right. It's it's about him and yeah. this and mm -hmm. that. My youngest is just so fucking caring. Everybody, wow. you met my kids. Everyone oh, yeah. who meets my kids, my youngest son just loves. He's like the kindest, hardest little kid. He's fucking very intelligent for his age. All of his teachers, even. So when he was in pre-K, um, which is like a peeps program. They wanted him to take us, wanted us to take him from his second year of peeps to first grade because, okay. like, he's already got the points to be able to pass kindergarten. So, right. like, and he's just fucking so smart. Like, yeah. the other day he comes to the house in the room and he's like, hey, Dad, do you know what telekinesis is? And he's like, he's six. <laughs> and That's he just awesome. starts telling me all, like, He's just very, very in tuned with life. Well, and that's one thing. When I was doing my research, that that was one of the things they were talking about is one of the signs of your child having a past life or being reincarnated is some of these are prodigies. You right. know, like the, they're they're extremely intelligent because they've lived that before. Right. Um, they said that most kids, they start figuring this stuff out. Um, they'll start coming to you anywhere between the ages of two and six, and that's when you'll notice it take off. That they're like they start having dreams. They start talking to you about things that they shouldn't be talking to you about. Things that they shouldn't know. Right. You know, um, there's just so many case studies. In fact, I don't. I w wanted to bring this up. I don't know if you guys know, but at the University of Virginia. There is actually an entire program. It's called the Division of Perpetual Studies or Perceptual Studies. Hmm. And their whole goal is all about reincarnation oh, and wow. past lives and stuff like that. In fact, the guy that started all this, his name was Ian Stevenson, and they call him the father of reincarnation research. 
and he started this back in the 60s. Um, and he has since passed on, and there's a new guy running it. Uh, his name is uh, Dr. Jim Tucker, and he is running this program, and he's got a whole team of people. They have done over 3,000 different studies on reincarnated Right. You know, people that have contacted them claiming that their kids were, you know, uh, reincarnated or something. And what's what's odd about it is, is I've got a bunch of the case study stuff here. Uh, but basically it came out to 51% of the cases that they investigate. There's like very high merit in it, like stuff mm-hmm. that these kids are talking about that they shouldn't know about. And, right. Wow. And uh, there's all kinds of weird stuff going on right. there. Uh, That's really cool. They they have actually so th- this act uh, this group like I like I said it's called the Division of Perceptual Studies. Uh, they study the paranormal. They study telepathy, uh, deathbed visions, poltergeists. Mm-hmm near-death experiences, out-of-body experiences, and then um, uh, children's memories of past lives Wow, is what their whole purpose is. And this is funded at the University of Virginia. Dude, so my son just told me this. So we were watching. He was sitting there watching these shows with me. And he's like, Dad, so when I go to um, to Meemaw's house, so when he goes to his grandma's house, that was, you know, her my wife's dad's. My wife's dad's in his mom's house, or her mom's house. So the her parents' house. He he's like, when I go over there, he's like, sometimes when I'm walking down the hall, I can see people walking past me. Wow. And I was like, holy shit. He's like, well, I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. He's like, I know I saw something, and I I felt like it was people. Wow. Like, holy crap, dude. Yeah. Like he. It's it's that's just crazy something. and. I had a dream about, it's funny because I had a dream mm-hmm. that I was watching, that I was, um, per, I, these people were after my son, trying okay. to bring him in, trying to bring him in, into this whatever, like, it was the government trying to take my kid, basically. Right, right. And I was fighting the government from taking my kid. You know, we were on the run, and I was fighting them, and this and that, and blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's funny now that I think about it, like... You know, maybe I was a warrior meant to protect this person, and now we're back together again, and I'm meant to protect this person again, this soul again. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's just crazy. Yeah, that, <laughs> is, that that is something. You know, I remember when my when my youngest son uh, was God, he was probably two years old. Um, I'm laying in bed, I'm asleep, and my wife wakes me up and she goes, "Dave, he's he's, he's creeping me out. Look at him." And he was <laughs> looking at someone. Out. He was looking at someone going around the bed. Mm. He was just watching someone. He was like, he, he wasn't scared. Right. He wasn't afraid. He was smiling, looking at someone going around our bed from her side to my side to her side and back. Just watching whoever it was reaching and reaching out. And trying to talk to them, you know, like reaching out, smiling at them. And my wife's like, he's really creeping me out. I said, well, Jesus Christ, he's creeping me out too. Why'd you wake me up for this? <laughs> I, I would have gladly slept through this. Why'd you wake me up for this? Oh, shit. That's yeah, but but it, it, he was. You look at him. He was smiling. He was reaching out. He was just trying. He was following someone around the bed. 
from her side to my side to her side and back. Wow. That's crazy. I'm telling you, there's absolutely something to that because, you know, there's something I think that I think energy gets stuck in this world. You know, there, there, we're talking about like past lives and everything where you can continue. And, but I think when it comes to like spirits and all, they get stuck in this world. Yeah. 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 Well, even, you know, they can't and figure are, out how to get away. Exactly. They're, they're, my, I or they're friend, not ready to move on. That's what, yeah. They're not ready or there's something keeping them here. Right. There's well, something where they are just like, they, they have unfinished business. Well, if they, the energy we're creating with the electric, with all the electronics, with all the internet, all the satellites, everything, you know, it's messing, it's affecting the bees. So why wouldn't it affect all kinds of other energy that's moving? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I had a friend. I mean, I grew up, I grew up maybe five miles from Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. And Valley Forge is a very, you know, historical, it's a, um, you know, they, uh, it's, it's where George Washington had, uh, the, uh, the troops during the winter encampment of 17, whatever it was, 1777, 1778, whatever it mm. was. And a lot of guys died then. I grew up five miles from that. Well, I didn't know it at the time, but up the road from where I lived, it was a veterinarians. Uh, you know, there, there was a vet there. That was where they brought the troops who were dying mm-hmm. and they lived their last moments there. It was literally a quarter mile up the road from where I lived. Wow. Well, I had a friend who lived very close to that area. I'm talking within maybe, you know, I'm talking maybe less than, less than a quarter mile, maybe like yards right. where he lived from where these troops were brought. Okay. He said that there were times where he would be sitting up in his room and, and he'd be playing video games or whatever. And he would see something walk down the hall and he'd look around and he'd like, what the hell was that? You know? And then all of a sudden it'd be gone. The dog, he, they had a German shepherd dog. This dog would go down to the bottom of the steps at 1 a.m. Like not all every night, but a lot of nights, it would go to the, down to the bottom of the steps at one a.m. and bark up the stairs. <laughs> That'd be creepy as shit. Yeah. He said his yeah. father, his father, one night he went to the bathroom. He, you know, he woke up, went to the bathroom. He heard the dog barking, and all of a sudden he saw walked past the room a guy in a long trench coat with one of those like tri hats that you got from the revolution walk past his room. And he's like, what the hell is that? He goes walking out and it's gone. Dang. Wow. They call them walkers. I remember Wolfman when we were, we had an episode of uh, HMP. He said, these are walkers. They are just people. They are just, they are spirits who are doomed to do, to repeat the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. The same motion for all of their lives. He said yeah. there are literally people who have rebuilt their house and tore down portions of their house and put them in different areas to avoid walkers. Right. Yeah. And they call that a residual haunting. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
And now we're going back to the, the, the Revolutionary War. That's hundreds of years ago. This spirit is just repeating this same uh, well, it's just it's just repeating the same thing all through for hundreds of years, just yeah. walking. That's it, just walking from one end to the other. That's all it's doing. That's yeah, crazy, wow. and yeah, it's creepy yeah. as wow. hell. You know, people who say, you know, they they get sort of a comfort <laughs> out of um, there's there's something after this life. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, okay, you can get a comfort out of it. But what if you're one of these poor souls who are just going to repeat the same action for hundreds right. of years? And I think a lot of that has to do with karma. Yeah. You know, how did I'm you with live you. your life? Yes. You know? I'm a firm believer in it. Yeah. Firm believer in it. Um, earlier, we, I, I wanted to read this real quick. What, we were just talking about this. Uh, this is from part of that uh, University of Virginia study, and they were talking about children with past lives, past life memories are cognitively ahead of their peers and tend to do better in school. Wow. They can have slightly more uh, disassociative tendencies, rapid personality changes, and be more prone to daydreaming. Yeah, see, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is your son. Yeah. <laughs> that is your son, dude. Yeah, because he's he, he's like the most loving kid in the world, but then like he can go from zero to pissed off and fucking like especially with his brother, you know, if he messes with them. But like it's just nuts, man. I I see him and I am a firm believer that I'm a firm believer that I have past lives, but I'm not really I don't really know what they were. I got feelings right. I do, but I got a feeling he fucking knows. That he's been here before, and he yeah. knows that he's got something he's got to do. And what Dave was talk just talking about was past life memories uh, can be more likely to occur when there's unfinished business, such as leaving children behind, business or personal debt, or valuables hidden. Hmm. No, that's like that. Yeah. That explains like the whole you know the cursed like Egypt gold tombs and. All the curses and booby traps yeah. and stuff like that with all that gold and this and that. Um, it's to me, yeah. I, there's no way you can deny that there's that there are past lives, mm -hmm. and like we just said, not everybody may not have a great past life. Like I said, right. I think I think that you know, karma's a big thing, and if you're a real big piece of shit, you're probably going to be stuck walking the fucking hallway for the next fucking thousands of years. Right. You know, back and forth, you know. Um, right. And that's just something that I'm trying to – it's funny that you said that, man, about how, like, uh, new souls and old souls, how they act. Because, mm -hmm. man, that describes my kids to a T. Wow. And what's crazy is, like, my son, my oldest son, he is fucking very athletic. I mean, he's very good at athlete, very, you know – um. He's super intelligent when it comes to math and stuff like that. Like they, he's right. a fucking pro, like I'm he's in fourth grade and they got him doing like ninth and 10th grade math right now. Jesus. They send it down to wow. him. Wow. Like he's we just had his our parent teacher conference things and of course we're like yeah Knox is above and beyond, you know, blah blah. But then yeah. and with Jax, they're like yeah, he's just so smart. Like he gets bored. We'll give him right. like just keep giving him harder and harder shit. Like we're already giving him ninth grade math right now. Wow. And they're like 
So I'm like, give him fucking 10th and 11th grade math. I don't yeah. care. Just keep them busy. And that's what they're doing. And he's just super, super intelligent when it comes to that. But he's really kind of, it's funny, man. I described those two to a T. And my youngest son, man, he's he's very caring. He loves me to death. Like, he has to hug me five or six times when I leave. In the morning, I go to work. Like, he'll run out the door and stop me as I'm driving off again after he already spent 10 minutes trying to get out the right. door. Right. Like, very, like. Attached. Very yeah. attached. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very strange because my, my two sons, I have two sons, and my oldest uh, couldn't give a damn less about sports. He is literally right. the first person in our family. Um, I'm talking my grandfather, father, brother, everyone who doesn't care about sports. My youngest is deeply into sports. Right. Like he, he can't get enough of it. Yeah. And it's just very strange because, you know, obviously they both came. I'm their father. My wife's the mother. And, and they're very different. They're very, very different. Yeah, it's right. crazy how that right. how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. But, man, that's that just goes to show you that they, they all have their – it's – there's definitely something there. And I think yep. that's why – and I think that's why that humans are way more special than we'd like to give – um, give credit ourselves to. credit for and yeah. i think that um and i found it more and more often too man in the genre that we're in the world we're in that we run into a lot of people who feel the same way and it's funny you know like i grew up with a pretty tight-knit group of friends i've known we were together all day every day for i mean 30 something years you know what i mean it just seems like we were together all the time and um the connection you get with people and now I have connection with people that my friends that I'm very close to wouldn't, wouldn't even think about talking to, you know, or wouldn't even, I can't even bring them in the same room together just because, you know, like when we go to these conventions and stuff, it's just, you run into these people and you know, you you could tell that we're, that we're all connected in Mm -hmm. a way, you know, and instantly just, we come together when it needs to happen. Oh yeah. So, well, yeah, man. So, I mean, past life for sure. It's just, uh, I want to talk about a couple famous past life cases. Yeah. Uh, have you guys heard of the, the Pollock twins? Mm. I no. just watched the thing about them. Okay. So the Pollock twins, uh, they were, uh, two sisters that were born to John and Florence Pollock. Uh, they were from Hexham, England, and it was a small town in England, uh, <clears throat> these girls grow up, grew up, had a, you know, nice family life. Uh, one morning they're getting ready to go to church and one of their friends, uh, comes by Anthony, little boy, Anthony, and he wants to walk with the two girls to church. So on May 5th of 1957, these three kids set out walking towards church. Uh, Joanna, was 11 years old, Jacqueline was 6 years old, and then Anthony was 9. On their way to church, there was a car driving down the road that swerved, jumped the curb, and pinned all three of these kids against a brick wall. Uh, Joanna and Jacqueline were killed instantly, and Anthony died in the ambulance on the way to the hospital. So, of course, you know, the family is devastated, uh, they, uh, the lady that was driving the car, 
uh, her name was uh, Marjorie Wynn. She uh, she shouldn't have even been driving. She was uh, she was all doped up on drugs. She was on uh, phenobarbital and aspirin, and she had been going through some issues. Uh, her teenage kids had been taken away from her apparently because she was a fucking drug addict yeah. <laughs> um her husband had passed away uh i think it was five years earlier is what they had said and she was just in in a bad way and she was gonna take revenge uh she was really trying to kill herself but she decided she was going to take these three kids with her and she wow. didn't even know these kids and so she caused this accident on purpose and unfortunately, she was the only one to walk away from the accident. Mm -hmm. uh, she ended up being charged with the crime and uh, ended up spending the rest of her life in a, in a mental asylum or institute. Uh, but the reason why I bring this story up is, of course, the parents are devastated. Well, eight months later, eight, eight months after the accident happened, uh, the mom found out she was pregnant. And they kept telling her that, you know, um, you're pregnant with one child. We can hear one heartbeat, you know, and all this time. So uh, a year and a half after the girls had died, she gave birth to two more twin girls. Now, what's odd about that is neither her nor her husband have any history of twins, of twins in their family anywhere. Mm -hmm. And this lady has now given birth to two sets of twins. Uh, the first set died. The second set, when they were born, uh, they started noticing strange things. Uh, one of the girls, uh, Joe, uh, one of the girls had a birthmark on her hip, and this birthmark looked like a thumbprint. And what's so weird about that is that the one of the girls that had died before had the exact same birthmark in the exact same location. Wow. This girl also had a mark right above her left eye that was in the, uh, in the same area that the girl had, she had had an accident and she had a scar above her left eye. This girl had a mark. The, oh, the new baby had a mark above her eye. Uh, so the new babies were born on October 4th of 1958. Um, and there were all kinds of things uh, that started happening with these girls. Uh, as the girls got older, uh, they were able to recall memories from the town that they had... They had they were born in this town, and then the family had moved away like when they were babies. Right. And whenever they went back to the town to visit, these girls had knowledge of things in the town, like certain landmarks and, like, schools. They were even able to recognize old friends and, mm -hmm. and different stuff like that, people that they would have never met had right. no recollection. They knew names of certain landmarks that, there's no way that they would ever know what that was called or whatever. Wow. Um, one of the really odd things about this story was is there was a box of toys that belonged to the first set of twins that the mom had gathered up all their toys and put them in the attic. Well, as these girls started getting older, they started asking for some of these toys that they had never seen before. Hmm. 
And what was weird is, is these two girls, like the one girl, the the new twins, their names were Jillian and Jennifer. And they knew that they were like, this specific toy belongs to me. This specific toy belongs to her. Mm. Um, and it was the same with the other girls. Right. And... They even, when they started calling these toys by names, they were calling them by the same names that the first set of twins called these toys. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. there was a a bunch of really strange stuff. They knew the kids' favorite playgrounds, the favorite toys. Uh, It was was weird. And the, the big thing that happened with these girls is the mom was walking by their room one day while they were playing, and she looked in, and one of the girls is laying on the floor, you know, with her arms spread out, and the other girl is holding her head in her lap, and she's rubbing on her eye, and she tells the girl that you're, there's blood coming out of your eyes because that's where you were hit by the car. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. Yeah, very cool story. That's very crazy. Very cool story. There was a lot of other instances in there, but oh, yeah. just if you get a chance, there's a there's a few articles out there um, and some videos about the Pollock twins. Hmm. Well, then there's that one famous famous case of that kid that <coughs> was it was overseas somewhere in Africa or something like that, and he's supposed to be reincarnated. And then um, once he was old enough, he was telling me about it, and then finally he was like, "Okay, well I'll take you to where I'm buried at." And I'll show you the person that murdered me. Remember that? I've heard about that. Yeah. So wow. this kid, he's like, I'll, he's like, I'll, and he goes to this. They take he they take the kid takes him to this other village. Goes to the spot where uh, he was buried. And he's like, I'm buried right. I was buried right here. He's like, and the knife that was used to kill me is inside this. Oh, um, yeah. inside here. So they dig it up. They find the 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 remains. And they find the knife all wrapped up in this blanket. They're like, holy shit, you know? And he's like, oh, hmm. I can tell you who, who killed me. They give it the name of the cops. They're like, okay. And this is a small, like, these are small villages or whatever. Please, whatever you want to call them, these small villages. And they're like, oh, so this is who did it. And then they finally, they bring this guy in, and they're talking to him, and they're, like, interrogating this guy. And this murder had happened, I think, like, fairly recent. Yeah. Like, you know, or whatever, within years and years, you know. Right. But, like, um, and they're, like, he's, like, I don't know. And then finally they, they get him to fucking admit that he was the one that did it. And he he, he told him where he buried him. He's, like, we already know where you where you buried We already got the body. And he's, like, how did wow. you know that, like, yeah. so it was all, yeah. it's crazy, man. Well, that's freaking that cool. I, I know I sent, you guys, yeah. I, sent, I sent you guys a video um, about a kid right. who, he was from England and he absolutely believed he was a German pilot during World War II. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stories like that. Yeah, the family did research, and, you know, they, they sort of blew it off at first. They're like, okay, he's just sort of like a, a problem child or whatever. We're not, you know. But then they did a little bit of research, and they found out they that, that yeah, okay, he kept talking about I was a pilot. I, I, my plane went down here. Um, and they found out, yes, that's exactly what happened. You know, they, they found out even the town where his plane went down 
And this kid kept saying, I was this person. Um, he was picked on by other kids because of his past life. You know, he, he kept talking about it and, and other kids were, were talking, you know, calling him a, uh, uh, you know, a Nazi or whatever. Um, but that is, it's, I, I, I think I sent you the video. Yeah. 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 You did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, that, and that story was, was almost identical to, there's a story about a boy from Lafayette, Louisiana named James Leninger. Uh, he, at two years old, he started having nightmares about being shot down in an airplane. Wow. And, uh, it was funny. He was, uh, he was telling telling his mom and dad, you know, he was, like, doing all this stuff when he was playing with toys, like making planes crash and stuff. And uh, his dad started, you know, trying to get some information from him. And he was like, well, what kind of, what kind of, uh, you know, what kind of plane were you flying? And this kid at, like, two years old was like, I was flying a Corsair plane. How the hell would the kid even know yeah, what a Corsair right. is? At two years uh, old, right. So, so his dad got to doing some research on it, and this kid was, you know, claiming he was shot down by a Japanese fighter ply, pilot over in uh, Japan. Well, I think it was like Nagasaki or somewhere. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was over there. But uh, it, his plane went down in the water, and the kid would uh, would would wake up screaming. Uh, what was he screaming? Uh, plane on fire! Little man can't get out. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, uh, the the dad started doing research, and the dad didn't believe it. The mom was all about it, but the dad didn't believe anything about it, and he was like he had found out that there was uh, a conflict in this area and uh, the kid was telling him that the dad had asked him, you know, so where did your plane take off from? And he said, it took, uh, took off from a ship. It took off from a ship. And he said, well, what was the ship's name? And the kid just spouted out Natoma. And the dad's like, what the hell? Well, come to find out the dad found out there was a, uh, an aircraft carrier that was stationed in the bay over there called the Natoma. Wow. And, but the dab was like, okay, this can't be, this can't be real because that particular aircraft carrier, there were no Corsair planes on that, you know? Right. So, I mean, you know, where's this kid getting this information, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, they, they go through a bunch of research and come to find out the dad finds he gets a list of all the all the the navy fighter pilots that were killed in that area uh during this specific conflict and as he's going there they asked the kid so the kid's name was james they asked him what he thought his name was in his past life and he told them james and they were like okay whatever you know and he said well what was your last name and the kid's like i i don't i don't know what my last name was you know he didn't know that so the dad as he was doing research he found out that there was a uh, a fighter pilot actually shot down his name was james m houston jr and they you know of course the wife's like oh this is it this is it and the dad still doesn't believe it you know so somehow they get a hold of james houston jr's sister because she was still alive. Mm. And 
they were talking to her. You know, they were just, they basically, they told the sister, you know, they didn't want to freak her out, so they told her they were doing research about the specific battle or whatever. And they had asked, asked the sister if she would, you know, if she had any pictures of her brother. And she was like, oh, yeah. And, and they talked her into sending them pictures, uh, sending them pictures of her brother. And so they sent, she sent this big envelope full of pictures, and the wife is going through them, and uh, she uh, she sees a certain picture, and she yells out to her husband. She's like, she's like, Bruce, you got to get in here. You got to see this. And he comes in, and he's looking through the pictures, and they find this picture of a 21-year-old James M. Houston Jr. standing beside a Corsair airplane. Wow. And so they ended up meeting up with his sister, and they took the boy to meet her, and uh, they said that this kid, he was really, like, shy and, you know, but once he met her, he walked right up to her and started talking to her like she was his best friend. Wow. They ended up, so this kid had these nightmares all this time, and when he was, uh, when he was, I think, either five or six, they took him to Japan to the area where this plane went down so that they could do like a memorial service. So they took out flowers on a boat and they mm-hmm. laid them on the, on the ocean. And, uh, his dad had worked up this, you know, eulogy or whatever for this man. And, uh, they said after they did that, the dreams basically stopped mm-hmm. and the kid, they, I watched a video with this kid. They interviewed him years later. He was like 17, 18 years old or something like that. And, he was telling about some of the stuff, right. and he was like, yeah, he goes, I really don't. He said back then it was a, he said it will always be a part of my life, but it's just not something that. I think about. He doesn't have the dreams anymore. Right, right. You know, right. Can, can you imagine that, being a kid and two or three times a week having a dream you're dying in a fiery plane crash? That's wow. crazy. So, it's crazy, crazy, man. It, it, it's very interesting when you get into this topic and you start, you know, pulling all these stories from around the world, you know. Uh, I was hearing stories about, the, I don't remember any of the names on this because I read through it really quick, but there was this lady, her grandmother had died. And whenever her grandmother passed away at, at the funeral, you know, they have different funerary customs over there. At the funeral, she had taken uh, some white paint and put it on her finger and ran it down the back of her grandmother's neck before they buried her. Well, when her daughter was born, she had this white mark on the back of her neck, almost identical to the mark of paint that she put on the back of her grandmother's neck. That's cool. Holy cow. Yeah. It's all, man, you know what's awesome is that what I get out of all this is that it makes makes me know there's more to this than I know. Oh, yeah. That yeah. we know, and I can't wait to find out and keep on going and keep on doing research and finding out more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah, very cool topic, Dave. Cool. Yeah, yeah it, you. It, 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 it's just something that I just I, – I really do feel strongly about. I really do feel as if we we continue. Right. You yes. know, and maybe we don't even continue on this planet. <laughs> right. Or we don't continue as humans. Maybe we continue as, like, animals, whatever. But I do right. feel as if the energy is transferred. Oh, yeah. Well, the you know, 
I know Ryan's not into this, but science has proven energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It's right. got to go somewhere. Right. It has to go somewhere. Yes. Yeah, man. It's it's awesome. That means you're coming back as a dung beetle. I probably will. <laughs> probably will. I'm hoping I come back as Alexa Bliss's panties. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. Put him poop. But, Dave, that was awesome, man. I'm glad you wanted to come on and talk about that, dude. Yes. It's a great conversation. But, yeah. Very cool, cool. stuff. Something, yeah. something that everybody can think about that will yep. give you guys something to think about tonight when you're sitting around wondering if your kid's staring at you from the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, everybody, right. Dave, uh, why don't you uh, give a quick 10-minute breakdown of where they can find you? Yeah, <laughs> that's probably what it's going to take, yeah. Um, um, DVDinfatuation.com, my blog. Definitely check it out. I still have uh, reviews posting over there. My initial my initial goal was to get to 2500. I'm now at 2900. Um oh, I wow. I still have more reviews posting over there. Um I'm on Twitter at DVD Infatuation, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Letterboxd, I'm on uh uh Instagram. Uh podcast Land of the Creeps, which Hell is, yeah. you know, I love that podcast. I truly do. Um uh, with with uh, my my brother Greg Greg, Greg Amortis and, and the great Bill Van Vagel, who's just such a great guy. He really is. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm on Jay Can't the Dead's Pearl new... over there. And Pearl. Yeah, can't forget <laughs> Pearl. Absolutely. Pearl is part of that, too. Yep. And um, uh, Jay of the Dead's new horror movies. Um, we are recording our top 10 of 2022. How long mm. has it been? What is it? What we're almost like into May now, and we're still talking yeah, about yeah, the top yeah. ten of twenty twenty two. But Jay came up with a very cool way of of, of handling it, um, and uh, with Nathan Bartaball over on Phantom Galaxy, uh, we have Phantom Video where we talk about physical media, uh, Illustrated Fan where we look at uh, animated films. Um, yeah, it's just it, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Yes, too much, everywhere. too much. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and, and thank you, and thank one. you so much, guys, because this was this was a blast. I really did. Oh, want yeah, to I did want to talk about this. Yes, yeah, you can come on anytime, Dave. We love cool. talking to you. Yes, awesome. sir. Yes, sir. All awesome. right, guys, that was show tonight. Thank you again, Dave, for coming on, man. Um, yep. And uh, horror fam, we love you guys. You know that. Thank you for your support. Make sure you go support Land of the Creeps and all all their all the other. Many, many things that Dave just mentioned he's on. Go support all that stuff, guys. Show the love. Uh, but more God, how, how did I forget DVD Infatuation Podcast? Oh, there Christ, that's there my go. podcast, and I that's always what, forget it. That's his show, and he forgot it. It's my damn show, and I forget about it. Yes, DVD Infatuation Podcast. Check that out. It's over on Considering the Cinema as well. Hilarious. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right, Orr fan. We love you guys. Thank you for support. More importantly, as always, until next time. Keep it creepy.